That's the lo that's a long way of me saying the family didn't know much. They didn't know where he was going, why he was running, how he got that $5,000. Now that last question, we'd find out ourselves. See, up till up till then, we assumed Michael stole the money. Well, pulling his bank statements, we learned every single dollar belonged to him. He had completely emptied his entire savings account. We had to consider maybe Michael was planning to start a new life. But that didn't explain how he ended up stabbed to death in the middle of a parking lot. We were running short on leads. The lot where Michael died had no surveillance cameras and witnesses were basically none. So we pushed out a picture of Michael to the media and asked anyone with information to come forward. And we were able to eventually piece together his movements before he died. Up at a gas station just out of state, one cashier said he remembered serving Michael. Now, this is about a week before he's found dead. They remembered him specifically because he paid for his gas with a $100 bill and left the change. Allegedly, he was in such a rush, he was practically sprinting between the store and the fuel pump. And then a few days later, two women say that they saw someone who vaguely matched his description with a second person at Costello's Diner, maybe that's about 100 miles outside of Weird. Now... I hear this in my ears perk up because not only do we have a possible sighting of Michael, but we have Michael with another person. So I wanted to, I want to talk to these women right away. So we bring them in and they're real nice. They're cooperative. And so I speak to the first witness because you, you got, you got to talk to them alone, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, you, you understand why, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So in case they, you know, get their stories lined, lined up anyway. So I'm, so, I'm t so I, so I get them, get them each on their own. And I'm very surprised at what I hear. So witness one says she was at the diner and saw Michael by himself sitting at a booth. She remembers him because he was wearing a jacket with a hood up. And she said he just gave off uh, bad vibes. And, and every so often she's, she's checking, checking on him. And, I, you know, she, she felt uneasy with him around. So anyway, about half an hour goes by, and, and, and this guy, he has his food, and she notices somebody else sitting across from him. So this new guy must have come in because she didn't notice him before, and she gets a bad feeling because of the way the guy in the hood was acting, like suddenly he was really nervous. And this new guy, who she describes as clean-shaven with long hair, is saying something to the hooded guy, but it's too quiet to hear. The whole time he's talking, the hooded guy has his head down, doesn't eat a bite of his food, and eventually the clean-shaven guy, he gets up and leaves. The hooded guy just watches him, like he's making sure he was actually gone. He waits around, just looking out the window, and he doesn't touch his plate once after that. He was still there when the two witnesses left. Now, I hear this. I hear this story and 